by going on to YouTube or Facebook. Yeah. Amen. So you get to hear a voice every day. Well, Absolutely. maybe not mine. They get to hear you preach on Wednesday and Sunday. <laughs> Unless you hear me in the background in the audience. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I can't contain myself. <laughs> so we're doing angels and end times. Talk about an exciting subject. Something that makes you want to stop and pay attention. This is it. Because we are living in the last days. I, I honestly believe it can't be long before Christ returns. He has fulfilled every promise that he said, every prophecy about him. So the chances of him fulfilling prophecies regarding his second coming, well, I would say the batting average of the uh, Bible is about a thousand percent. So uh, it's exciting. We're moving into that time. So an angel came to Daniel. and uh, Angel Gabriel. Yes, the angel Gabriel, the messenger angel. And he told him about 400 and 90 years of prophecy concerning the nation of Israel. And that when Christ, uh, and the date, that, the actual date that the Messiah would show himself, so that was what we call Palm Sunday. And they should have been waiting and ready for that one as well. But they weren't. So now there's just seven years of prophecy left, specific years of prophecy left for Israel. And that's the last seven years uh, before Christ returns. That's called the tribulation period. And somebody will show up, and that's the Antichrist, but he won't look like the Antichrist. Yeah, people think Antichrist, they think it's going to look like a devil suit with horns, but he's going to be probably handsome and smooth-talking. and Charismatic. And it's going to be a really terrible time where everybody's panicked because the economic system across the world has collapsed. And uh, there's going to be just increased... A mess earthquakes and troubles and wars and rumors mm -hmm. of wars and uh, pestilence, all those things are going to be increased. And so people are going to be ripe and ready for somebody to come in and yeah. rescue. He's even going to have a sidekick that's like a religious leader. Mm -hmm. And so he's just going to be the man with the answers right. until the midpoint of that seven-year period. So three and a half years in, and he's going to go in and to the uh, temple with the rebuilt temple for the Jews, and he's going to want to be worshipped himself. Can you imagine that? And that's when the Jews are going to wake up and smell the coffee. They're going to head for the hills. The Lord's going to protect them for that last three and a half years. So I think, should I stop there? Is that again to free cap? Yeah. So um, as you look at that time, it said that the Messiah would be cut off. So we know that's when... Not for himself, but for others. So we know that's when the crucifixion happened. He was, that was the ending point. And it almost seems like somebody who's at a game and they have a stopwatch and they stop it and they pause. Mm. But there's seven more years on it. So the stopwatch has been paused. And from that time of the Lord's resurrection till today, the saints have been looking forward to Christ coming back. And so we've been uh, waiting and we've been anticipating through the generations, but never before in history has all the prophecies lined up like they have right now. We even mentioned just like in high school, what was that, 40, 50 years ago? <laughs> and so many of these didn't seem like they were plausible, but now they are. So there was this gap in time. So now the question is, why did the Lord have this gap? What is it? What is it in there for? Why didn't he just go from 
you know, the resurrection to go into the last seven years. Do you have an answer for that? Yeah, the Lord was patiently waiting for us, okay. patiently waiting for you. Those who would put faith in Christ, have their sins forgiven, to be able to be with God for all of eternity. Right. And there's been so many saints that have been trying to patiently wait, and they're all anticipating, like our dear Chuck Smith, who is waiting, waiting, waiting. Like, we're closer, we're closer, we're closer. Well, even in Peter's time, he wrote in Second Peter 3, 9, New King James, he said, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to the repentance of Christ. So that's the purpose of waiting. He's bringing in the sheepfold, and the Gentiles, us, <laughs> are part of that. And so he, I asked myself, so if that's the case, and he has a plan, which he does, then what's my job as I'm waiting patiently? What is my anticipation as I'm looking forward to him coming back, us being with him, what, what's my job? My job is to be about my father's business, right? Sure. And to have that in my mind that I need to be looking for ways of being able to evangelize and actually share faith of Christ with others that come into my life. Because I may influence someone with the gospel, and that might be the very last person that God was waiting for, and then mm. zap, the clock watch the stopper stops, unstops, or whatever, and his clock starts ticking again. So we're going to be about our Father's yeah. business. Peter talks about the fact that if you know your Lord's coming, how should you be living? Right. And that leads really leads to that, well, it's an age-old question. Uh, are you doing anything that you would be embarrassed uh, doing when Christ returns? So it does make us you know, straighten up. Well, and stand on our tippy right. toes. And knowing that we've talked about before that we're, uh, we've been giving jobs to do and you want to fulfill those purposes that God's given you. And you know, first on his list is sharing, sharing the good news, the gospel with others. Yes. So while we're waiting, we have a job to do. We have a future to look forward to. Yeah. And while we're going through this time, He's promised, I'll never leave you or forsake you, and yeah. I'll be with you to the end of the age. Right. So you can tell your friends and family what you've been reading lately in the Bible. You can tell them that you listen to devotional life every day, and you wish they would as well. You can just share what God is doing in your life, how he makes it exciting. Now, we have this hope, and... Um, Hope is just so wonderful. It, it, it's such a different perspective than like, oh, the Lord, the world's falling apart, and there's such chaos. But we're giving the inside track. God is working out His plan. He's given us Himself to be with us. He's given us resources, and He's coming back. That's our Amen. hope. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you for eternal life in Christ Jesus. We thank you for our friends that are listening with us. We know, Lord God, you have a plan for each one. I pray, Father, that your perfect, highest, best will would be completed in their lives. Use us, Lord, 
for your glory and our good. We love you, Father, because you first loved us. We pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. God bless you.